The Money Wellness Podcast presented by The Finance Bar was created to dissect how our thoughts and emotions impact our financial decisions. I am your host, Marsha Barnes, and I'll provide practical prescriptions to improve the health of your finances. We'll discuss everything from incorporating financial wellness into your self-care routine, caring for aging parents, navigating the 50th bridesmaid request, and learning how to tackle financial anxiety with ease. Get ready for a financial checkup. This won't hurt one bit. This episode is sponsored by Smarty Pig, the free high-yield online piggy bank. Smarty Pig is a unique savings account designed to help you save for specific goals. You can set multiple financial goals that may be funded with scheduled recurring contributions from an existing checking or savings account, so you can set it and forget it. Plus, Smarty Pig helps you stay on track with a goal planner, helpful reminders, competitive interest rates, referral bonuses, and more. Smarty Pig was designed to help put you in control of your own goal planning and financial independence by helping you build a save, then spend mentality and being rewarded for doing so. Visit SmartyPig.com to learn more and to start saving today. Welcome to the Money Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Barnes. Today, we're going to be talking about, very simply put, saving money. And this topic popped up in my mind because uh, for the last couple of years, all we've been hearing is inflation and recession and the economy. And we've also been hearing a lot about investing in wealth building. But I am someone that personally believes that, you know, when it comes to inflation or it comes to you know losing our jobs by way of layoffs in a recession, the first thing that pops up in many of our minds is how are we going to survive. And this is what this conversation is about today is really how to go beyond the basics of saving money and just implementing some ways of um, how we can do that. But also, most importantly, how and why we should reconsider how saving truly impacts our life. And I just want to give us some just some practical ways on really how to up your savings game. Uh, the really big picture of this, though, uh, is why is saving so hard? Uh, one of those reasons is, you know, our mind truly behaves when we consider our current selves and our future selves. So we don't know what the future will look like. Therefore, Many of us put very little thought into it. If I don't think that I'm going to lose my job, then why do I put any thought into saving money in case something happens and I don't have a paycheck coming in? Um, if I don't know what the economy will look like in the future, then why do I need to manage myself well? So many of us aren't thinking about five to 10 years down the road. Many of us aren't even thinking about next year. We're just trying to Think about how to survive the day or even to survive the week. So that's why saving is hard for many people because we're not thinking about our future selves as much as we probably need to. Uh, this also looks like for, for other individuals, lack of disposable income. Uh, if we're being honest, medium income in the U.S., over the last year was around seventy to seventy-one thousand dollars. After taxes, you're around 
$52,000 to $55,000 bring home income on average, depending on the state you live in and what taxes looks like there, what inflation looks like there, and even the cost of living. And But then another one is not truly being inspired by what to save for. So what does that look like for you? Like we assume that emergencies won't happen. Therefore, we don't prepare for them. There's the ease of credit card use today. There's pay now, you know, pay later, buy now type of options everywhere opposed to just saving up for things. Then there's lifestyle creep. Lifestyle creep is simply the more you earn, the more you spend. And then also simply put, saving is just not a priority for many of us. And this really resonates with me because I am... I am someone that not saving money makes me extremely uncomfortable. And that is likely because of the nature of business that I'm in or speaking with my clients or knowing just what happens with the economy, understanding that, you know, some seasons financially are just good seasons or it was just trendy for the moment. And then life happens and how you were once bringing in income is not the way you're bringing in income now. So for me, you know, saving money is a part of my self-care routine. And it doesn't matter how much I'm saving, like how much I'm saving each month. It's just making it part of a habit so that I have more financial ease and so that this area of my life is not impacting my mental health. But let's just jump into some quick ways of like how to increase your savings habits. Number one, time management. We often spend for convenience because we lack time to do certain things. So some of you may hear a lot, you know, I don't have time to cook. So we dine out or we hire in a personal chef, or we order takeout. And oftentimes, this is for breakfast, lunch, and for dinner. Um, And increasing your savings game can be huge when you are really committed to a a routine, but also managing your time. Like getting out of the habit of saying what you don't have time to do, when really you truly may have the time to be able to cook or to do some of the things that may not feel as convenient as, you know, ordering takeout or hiring someone to do everything, you know, everything for it, for us. Uh, In some other ways that I know that I've seen this show up a lot is cooking one. uh, And I'm also guilty of this. You know, if there are seasons in my life where I feel like, I need to hire someone to do, you know, meals for my family. That may happen. But another one that I see a lot is also, you know, having someone to clean my house every week or every two weeks because we don't feel like we have the time or we feel like they can do a better job uh, than we can. And someone that has also been on that side of the fence, I'm not sure I'm a fan, I'm, I'm a believer that they can do a better job that we can. I think a lot of things that we see and a lot of things that we believe that we're just getting more time in our day really to just do more work. It's just more ways for us to find convenience in our life, which is i.e. more 
more ways for us to be spending our money and money that should technically be saved for the short term or the long term. Um, Another number two is focusing on your life happens account first. Oftentimes we have money sitting in three different accounts that aren't really intended for everything. We have $50 in one account, a few hundred dollars in one account, a couple of a thousand accounts thousand in another account. And we say that, you know, one account is for me to put down a down payment on my house. Another account is for my vacations. Another amount is just money for me to spend when we really haven't focused our attention on a life happens account. Life happens account, also referred to as emergency savings account. We haven't really put our focus into putting money in one account that we can constantly have that money to grow for us in this one account so that when emergencies happen, if we lose our job, we have a flat tire or whatever that may look like for us, this is an account that allows us to avoid risk. It is an account that allows us to sustain ourselves when things happen in life. And no matter what that looks like, I need a new refrigerator. Okay. Instead of putting a refrigerator on a credit card, I have a savings account. Okay. I lost my job. Okay. I lost my job. This account will be able to sustain me for at least six months to a year until I have another job. This is not an account that's intended for you to, to be a wealth generating vehicle, meaning investments. This account is solely for you to have cash somewhere to save your financial life in case something happens. So us just being willing to get rid of all of these other accounts that have a very small amount of money sitting into them and throwing all of that money into one account until you're able to build an emergency savings account that you feel confident about. Number three is adopting a uniform type of mindset. And what this means is not a traditional uniform or the type that may pop in your mind, but consider, you know, your personal look. When you shop a lot and you're just, you know, shopping for things, I said this previously, for things that you just like, but you don't love them. Maybe it could be shoes. Maybe it could be clothing. But you're constantly throwing these different types of looks into your life and in your wardrobe and you haven't adopt like what your what your uniform type of mindset looks like for you. But adopting this method, what it does do is it allows you to stick, you know, to a certain routine, a certain look that benefits you where you're able to invest maybe a little bit more money into certain wardrobe pieces for you that you can switch out for seasons to come opposed to every year you're changing your look, you're spending money, you're never going back to your closet to pull from it. This is more so about evaluate the things you need and that you will actually use for a very extended period of time. Another one that's really huge is consider the things that you're purchasing for your home or your apartment. Are you someone that you're always running out to buy just another vase? Or you're someone that's always running out to buy a new uh, throw from for your couch? Or you're just buying new dishes here and there? Or you're buying, my mom calls them uh, dust catchers. Dust catchers, she refers to like just these little just these little things that you may put on your shelf that you really don't need for your home or your apartment and you just buy them because they're cute. But then a year later, you're going to be throwing them away and all they do is really collect dust because they serve no purpose. It's another 
waste of money, money that you could be saving. And because things are everywhere in our life, it's really easy to do. You could go to discounted, you know, department stores and these things cost $7.99 here, $8.99 here, and you just buy them. But these are things that you're thinking will bring more value to your home. Sometimes they don't, but it's really important to think about how we are also purchasing for our home. Are we purchasing the things that we love or are we purchasing the things that we only like and we'll be replacing them probably not even in a year's time frame? And then the last one that I feel that's most important is to identify your values. I've said this in a previous episode. What do you value most? Is it time away with family and your friends? Is it saving up for vacations? Is it philanthropy? Is it really important for you to be giving back to others in your community? Once you identify what your core values are, this also helps you with how you spend and save money. So in this very this episode, very short, but I want to really bring it home because when things happen, you know, in our world and we're the economy is happening, recessions are happening, inflations are up. The first thing many of us think about is how are we going to survive? And in many cases, it comes down to money and how much money do you have in the bank? That's what it looks like. So again, this conversation is not void of investing and making your money grow for you. These are two separate things. Saving money is 100% about mitigating risk for yourself and for your family and being able to survive and have some of the things that you need and that you want if life happens for you. Um, So the homework for this episode is really know yourself and identify your patterns. Make sure that you're focusing on one account first, building it up. So no matter when you are listening to this, if you're someone that you just have money spread out across all of these different banks, because this bank said that you could open up an account for free and you put money in there, reconsider and think about one account, get one account really healthy first before you decide to start putting money in all these different different accounts. I also shared adopt a uniform mindset, pay attention to what your look is, what your wardrobe is, things that really complement how you want to look and to look out in the world, consider what you purchase for your home. That's a big one. And then also um, evaluate your values. And the first one I shared is time management. Things when it comes to cooking, I don't have time. Do you really not have time or are we just looking for convenience? Do you not really have time to spruce up your own home and clean up your own home? Or do you just prefer someone else to do that for you because you feel that it gives you more time really meaning just more time to do more work. But before I let you go, if you are someone that you are looking for um, a community that will help you uh, stay more committed to your finances, we have the Finance Bar Members Club. You can join us over at thefinancebar.com backslash join. And I will speak with you soon. Until next time.